All right, Alexander, let's talk about the crisis that is developing in uh, Guyana, um, close to Venezuela. And it is a, a border dispute, I guess, is, is one way that you can describe this. Um, perhaps a possible, um, well, a referendum. And the fear is that uh, we could have uh, Venezuela possibly um, making moves towards a part of, uh, of Guyana, a part that is um, on, divided by the, uh, by the river, Esequiba uh, River. And, and this, is a, yeah, this is a dispute that is starting to, to pick up pace. And, uh, of course, there's oil involved as well, a lot of oil right off the coast of uh, Guyana. And uh, I think it was, I think Exxon was, was, uh, was there. And um, obviously, we understand Venezuela and their relationship with, with the collective West and these big corporations. So there's a lot of moving, moving parts to, to what's going on. And uh, even Brazil is, uh, is seeming to, to get involved in what could be uh, a possible conflict in uh, Latin America. What's, what's going on here? Yes, indeed. Now, this is another legacy of the British Empire. It's funny how the British Empire always turns up um, as the uh, background cause to all kinds of conflicts. This is another legacy of the British Empire. Now, the thing to say is that Guyana, sometimes referred to as British Guyana, was until the 1960s a British colony and a very brutally run colony, by the way. I'm, I'm not going to go into the internal history of Guyana, but suffice to say that it is sad. Anyway, the British were in control of this territory in the 19th century. It's one of the few places in South America where the predominant language, by the way, is English, and in many ways the culture in Guyana is closer to that of the British Caribbean islands than it is to that of the rest of South America. Anyway, in the 19th century, the British were, of course, the most powerful country in the world at that time, and whose empire spanned the globe, established this colony, and they entered into a bit of uh, quarrel with Venezuela with, over where exactly the border of this colony was to be reached. And the British insisted that it was to be pushed all the way to the, I think it was the Orinoco River, and the um, Venezuelans said that it was uh, um, with this river that you were mentioning. And uh, anyway, there was then an arbitration in the 1890s. Remember again, Britain was the most powerful country in the world at that time. And there was the, the Americans represented Venezuela. They were backing Venezuela. At that time, they said that the Venezuelans should have this territory, which they're not saying today, of course. And the British were saying that their colony should have this territory. And there was a Russian arbitrator who was supposed to make the decision. He sided with the British, the Venezuelans' belief to this day that he was bribed. And quite possibly he was. Now, this territory that we're arguing about, that's being argued about, is two-thirds... Big territory. It's two-thirds of the territory of Guyana. Guyana remained a British colony until 1962. That is a very sad history. And in 1960, you know, whilst 
the British Empire, Britain was in control. There was not very much that Venezuela could do. But when Guyana became independent, an agreement was reached in 1966 that there should be negotiations between Guyana and Venezuela to settle this dispute. Those negotiations have never gone anywhere. And of course, now oil has been discovered and Exxon is moving in and they're busy developing uh, uh, this region, this, developing um, this region of Guyana. And at the same time, and perhaps it's a coincidence, but more probably not, despite because of the failure of these negotiations, which have gone on for decades, the UN Secretary General has referred the whole dispute to the International Court of Justice in the, ha in the Hague. Now, the Venezuelans believe, and they're probably right, that the International Court of Justice is going to side with Guyana because it is based in the Netherlands. Uh, it, all these courts today tend to favour Western interests. Exxon is an oil company, it's a Western oil, it's an American oil company. So they assume that the court will decide in Guyana's favour. And this has ignited this whole conflict. And Venezuela is now holding a referendum um, on the 1st of December. And that referendum will say, assuming that people vote for it in Venezuela, which they probably will, that, Venez that referendum will say that Venezuela renews its claim to this territory, that it rejects the decision of the International Court of Justice if it does decide in favour of Guyana. And of course, it will authorise the Venezuelan government to do whatever it needs to do in order to bring this territory claimed by Guyana under Venezuelan control. Now, Venezuela has a far more powerful military than Guyana does. And the Venezuelan military is, I understand, being mobilized. I get the sense that most people in Venezuela back the feeling, the views of their government. So this is an extremely tense situation indeed. There could be a conflict and Brazil is becoming extremely nervous about this. Lula is moving troops to the area. The area is also joins Brazil. And I suspect that the Brazilians will try to broker some kind of peace um, over the next few weeks. But it is a tense situation. And of course, behind it is the United States and what it might decide to do. Will it back Guyana, a country which is English speaking, still uh, supported by Britain in many respects? Uh, will it support Exxon, which it probably would? And um, would it take action against Venezuela? So this is a conflict which has the possibility, the potential to spiral out of control. Uh, is Maduro taking a risk by by making these these uh, these efforts, this ref this referendum, and these moves? He is taking a risk, but again, I suspect that if you ask him, he'll say that his hand has been forced, and probably quite plausibly, he. Um, it has been forced and forced deliberately in that, of course, for Exxon to develop the oil reserves in this region, presumably they need a clear cut decision, legal decision that this area is indeed 
Guyanan and not Venezuelan. And that's why this referral to the International Court has been made. And, of course, there are probably still some people in Washington. In fact, I'm sure there are lots of people in Washington who still hanker for the overthrow of Maduro, despite the fact that Biden has been trying to you know, repair relations, at least to some extent. And so you provoke Venezuela into taking action, which... You know, the Venezuelans, I suspect, do feel strongly about this, provoke a Venezuela into taking action. And um, that way, you open the way for American intervention, so you think, in order to defeat aggression, the aggression of a strong country, Venezuela, against a weak country, Guyana. So I, I think if you ask, you got Maduro, Maduro to one side, this is what you would say. It's another one of those bombs that the British Empire planted, which has been left around unexploded. And somebody has taken a decision to explode it now. Hmm. Yeah, what, uh, what kind of deal do you think Brazil could broker? Just a final question. I mean, what? Well, very good question. Um, what um, could Lula do? I mean, <laughs> the most logical thing would be to allow Venezuela to participate in developing the oil reserves in Guyana because Venezuela's oil, own oil industry is in some chaos and probably couldn't do that at the moment. A more practical thing now would be to tell the government in Guyana, look, get Exxon off the scene, postpone this decision to in the international court, Let's sit down and talk and see whether we can hammer something out. We may, it may take a few more years, but we can probably find a compromise if we act sensibly with each other. Okay. Uh, we'll leave it there, the Duran.locals.com. We are on Rumble, Odyssey, BitChute, Telegram, Rockfin, and Twitter X, and go to the Duran shop, 20% off. Use the code, the Duran20. Take care. <laughs>